as I said, we have tons of new listeners, so please go ahead with a nice clean intro and introduce ourselves. Go ahead. Please go ahead and give a nice, calm, warm intro. You love doing it. You love the attention. I'll let you have it. This is... I'm I'm seeing you across our we're using StreamYard so I get to see each other as we record here across the internet live on YouTube. Crazy. And uh Joe's got this weird uh that's Joe I'm talking to, has this weird framage where his eyes are just shooting above the camera back and forth like he's spaced out or something. It's freaking me out. What are you talking about? I don't know. What are you looking at? That's above the camera. I want to look behind me. Like what what are you looking at? I'm looking right at you, dude. Is your, your screen up above your camera now? Yeah, I moved my setup, but see, so you did secret upgrade. He did I get didn't a new upgrade camera. anything because I can't afford anything. Then how come your cam? <laughs> Look at your eyes. How come your camera, which was always on top of your screen, is now below your screen, <laughs> even though it was a built-in camera? Because I moved my computer. How is your screen suddenly above your That's camera? It. Is what I ask. That's <laughs> Everything's a secret. You're boring people to death. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Welcome to STC Pod, the Start to Continue podcast. This is episode 271. Oh, My name is Bill, and with me always is Joe. And I hope you tune into YouTube. Please, so you can see what I'm seeing. It's like when Ray Charles took his glasses off, and you're. It's a, it's a wonderful experience. Anyways, thanks for joining us. We are a. Uh, we used to be a weekly podcast. Uh, my producing partner Joe over there has uh, jiggled jiggled things a little bit here and there, and uh, here we are. We yeah. get releases when we get releases. It's called life. <clears throat> There's only it's one thing I like to jiggle, and that's not the podcast. Hmm. Um, yeah, so today's episode is uh, is uh, 271, if I'm doing my calculations proper. If your math is right. Proper. We just How came you doing? off of uh, two days of work together. Uh, I had a lot of fun. We worked together um, in the same room again. So we had a... Uh, we were nipple shitting around quite a bit, pulling each other's tails, joking around, having lots of fun until for some reason, uh, around noon, the silent treatment began. The, the wall, the great wall of silence went up and that was it for fun time. Imagine being in the same room with one of your best buddies where you could have fun all day and they just put up the, the mood bar across the whole room. And shut it down. And you're just sitting there going, well, I could be having fun today. Instead, I, I could be having fun not arguing with you all day. That would be delightful. What were you arguing about? You had to be right with everything you had, you were talking about. Well, so I'm it, like, I'm done. <laughs> that makes sense. Look at, I'm Tired. not going to, if I'm not right, I'm not going to speak it. So yeah, if I said it, then I must wrong. be right. That's the issue. You're because never wrong. I got it. I got to admit that's true because yep. I, I contemplate the things I say and yep. uh, I make sure they're right. You argue with everything I, I, anyone says. 
and you come out with craziness all the time. So I just, I call you on it. There's no crazy. I'm right. What are you browsing so steadily on the internet right now? I'm not always right. But you never admit that you're wrong. Well, if you catch me on a, on a falsehood, I, I, I do. That would be fine. Only you don't acknowledge it when I do. And then I said, all right. You it, know, it, it's exhausting just arguing all the time. It, it I can't revolved it. around Joe's lunch. Shocking. It revolved around food as his eyes continue to dart back and forth. You, you, I, <laughs> I went out and got a pizza and you had a hissy fit. Oh no, you got a spite pizza. So let's label it properly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It I bought a, a pizza for myself. It was booby-trapped pizza. And Bill's like, you didn't, buy, you didn't buy a pizza the way I like it, even though it's for you. So no it's one, a spite. No one would eat that pizza. No one. I got my favorite pizza, which is pepperoni, mushrooms, uh, black olives, and anchovies. It was and, only olives and anchovies. And, and it smelled pepperoni. It smelled like, and you go, this smells like an Italian. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, I did not. It smelled like gross old fish. Cause this wasn't from like a pizzeria who has fresh anchovies. This was from Domino's. Can you imagine getting fish from Domino's? Well, that was the only option we had. Right. And had. Jo- Joe's like, I'm going to get a pizza and I know I, I like to pretend I'm a good guy and I offer slices to people around me. And how do I stop them from taking a slice? I'm going to get olives and anchovies from Domino's on my pizza. So it was a spike pizza It is well played. Well played. It's everything that I like though. Did you enjoy it? I ate all of it. Yeah. Right. To finish off the spiteness of it. Well played. Well, you, you weren't having any. So what, what am I supposed to do? Right. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there that perhaps you got a pizza that even you would dislike so that you would not have to give any out for spite and passive aggressiveness. No, I, I love that pizza. I don't know why. Just because I didn't get your your baby boy pizza that has to be all meat. Call it baby boy, but it's what you love. If No, I hate it. So that's interesting. It's disgusting. <laughs> Why would you eat it? We've been I only this. eat it when it's around because there was nothing else to eat and I'm starving. Ah, if only that was true because we've been through this where there's a pizza Joe likes that he makes everyone get and then the meat pizza and he has those two choices. Yet he dives into the meat pizza first. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to what my last two days at work were like. <laughs> Dealing with a, a psychopath. I'm not. Hey, I'm the only straight no, no, one no. there. Like I everyone said, else work, is crazy. If you're, the, if you're the one who says everyone else is crazy, then you need to look in the mirror because you're the crazy one. Someone, a scientist needs to do. I need you a, to go see a therapist, please. You I need... need scientists to explore do research on our department and and, well not just where we work in every department like ours it's always been crazy people around 
something. What? Is it the radiation from it's, the monitors? It's you. All the different places I've worked. There's, it's you. It's always, That's it. All the different places you've worked <laughs> weirdos who got strange things, strange little ticks that are crazy. Uh, when you went out, did you put on your uh, your surgical mask? Oh, no. When you went out? Hmm? No, I just breathed it all in. Like I said, I hope breathed I die. <laughs> Don't say that. Jesus. That's so, crazy. sooner I die, the better. Don't even joke like that. You get people all all nervous. They don't know you. That, that's just Joe. My, it's funny. My uh, I had to scramble for supper the other day with the kids, and I ran out of time. So I thought, you know, I'm going to do something. The kids love Chinese food, especially the little kid. That's her favorite Chinese food. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spring for some Chinese food. Said the little kid. How about Chinese food tonight? Wouldn't that be a great treat for you? She's like, uh, mm, eh, maybe not so much tonight. Like that doesn't make sense because you love Chinese food. That's your favorite. You get the noodles and you get the donut chicken and uh, the orange stuff you put all over it. It's your favorite. So yeah, don't want to get none of that Wuhan. <laughs> like what? Eight-year-old saying this. I'm like, back it up, <laughs> back it up. What have who have you been talking to? This is. A, I had to sit her down, give her a conversation. It's not the right way to go at it. So I thought that was wild where these kids are picking up their info. But I mean, look at the press conferences uh, the president has been putting out. I heard on the radio today in the States, they've only given 500 tests across that entire nation. Really? So he's saying, you know, it's no big deal. We don't have many um, positive uh, patients. Because you're not testing anybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> in South Korea, they got drive through testing now. You can drive through. Really tested, yeah. That's how uh, adamant they are in getting uh, good information on the numbers and where this is going. Meanwhile, in the states, they're not testing anyone. Mm. Well, I've got to go to the states in uh, next week, so we'll see what happens. Are you? Do you have any concerns at all? Not for me, just for the kids. Yeah. Like I said, I don't care what happens, but hmm. I don't want them dealing with this stuff. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect in terms of what the airport's like or uh, anything else I got to deal with. Well, you're a germaphobe anyways, to the insane amount where you eat your chips with a spoon, where you will grab a cookie by getting a tissue first and wrapping the tissue around the cookie. Yeah, like if I don't have, if I don't feel like getting up to wash my hands, then I'll, I won't touch the food, but I'll still eat it. <laughs> what are you looking at right now? I'm looking right at you. I see you. You are engrossed in the internet right now. I can see you. You don't look me up and down normally in person, so I don't know what you're up to. So, no, I don't like 
Make an eye contact. <sighs> I see enough of you. I know what you look like. Well, uh, Stephen Eider in the chat has chimed in that uh, in Japan, like shut down all the schools in Japan. Done. That's that's pretty wild maneuver. I think they have to, don't they? <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Eric Mighty Q Dogs also in the chat. Hey, Eric. Eric. Good to see the Mighty Q Dog. I was talking to him about his uh, in the Q Dog house. He's talking about he's already doing yard work. Are you looking forward to yard work? Are you talking to me or him? No, I'm talking to yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh. You are the one I have here. Yeah. Um. What the spring yard work? Yeah, I like doing that stuff. Ugh. Hey, anything's better than anything's better than shoveling snow. Yeah, we're getting pounded right here with snow. Pounded. Right now? Yeah, it was whiteout coming in. I mm. bet you it'll be another snow day tomorrow. Today was a snow day. Tomorrow, I bet you will be another snow day. So if I gotta wake up at uh four twenty again to shovel. Well, you're not working tomorrow, oh, yeah, so working. just take it easy. Look, my picture went crappy now. Well, you know all about shooting things Something in that happened. room. You got lots of experience. Oh, Shoot. yeah. I'm, I'm a pro. And why at the start of the chat, it, you said Joe will be along shortly? Well, because I've been sitting waiting for a half an hour. I was waiting at 9 o'clock for you to send me a Twitter message. Mm. That, that came message through. came through. That mm. came through. We've all been sitting here waiting, as we do every week. Really? Mm. Really. So uh, I got my car back today. Oh, that's good. Uh, it almost became a, a catastrophe again, as everything that revolves around me. Did you double check had, it to make sure nothing was damaged? No, I didn't have time for that. Um, I had to take the car into the shop. Uh, I was getting some codes, some warning codes on the airbag system. So they took it in for a couple days. Turns out uh, I had to get an airbag replaced. Which is fine. I'm glad this is happening now while the warranty is still happening. So that's good. And they put me in. Uh, um, I did want a demonstration vehicle from the lot. And they said they couldn't find one for me at the time. One that was adequate. They could get a small uh, HRV or whatever. They said, you'll be happier. Just we'll set you up with the rental place. And uh, Enterprise, who's always been awesome with me and you we've you both use them yep and so okay i'll go with those guys and they got i don't know this month was brand new car month because all of their fleet was like brand new and uh so the first night they put me in a brand new jeep wrangler and so that was fun i got the bomb around in that and then we were getting this huge snowstorm so i wanted something um, that would get me through the snowstorm, driving to work and back. Needed the all-wheel drive or four by four, something like that. So they said we got that Jeep, or there's a F-150 you can drive. So I thought maybe the Jeep would be better on gas and might be better traction. I'll take the Jeep. Uh, took that for the first night. Turns out not better gas. 
it was horrendous on gas and um rough it's a jeep man so it's rough riding bouncing around the cabin is certainly not quiet lots of wind noise feet are cold it's you know it's a overall poor design i mean it's a jeep if you they tried to luxury it up a little bit but it, you know it's it's a jeep and unfortunately their reliability has gone down the hill as well uh so the ride home this was legit the the back uh wiper was barely wiping the back so i thought you know what i'm just this is right on the way home i'm gonna stop by the rental place and just get them to whip a new wiper on so i can see for tomorrow's drive and uh, they couldn't do that they're like oh we have to take it to midas and get that done we don't have we can't do wipers like oh i guess i can deal with it and they're like no no why don't here take this back and take the truck now instead so okay so it took a ford f-150 brand new 2020 and this thing was a monster so friggin' huge but after that jeep it was like riding in luxury comfort the seat just swallowed you up in comfort it was so comfortable and man you need a ladder to get into this thing it was huge definitely was not fitting in my garage that's why i drove around today so that was kind of fun and it got better gas mileage than the jeep can you believe that yeah, only if you travel on the highways. Well, I, it was the same drive two days in a row. No, but I mean. Oh, I see what you're saying. Generally, yeah. overall, trucks do have good mileage when they're traveling on the highway. It was a real. Usually, usually uh, uh, the newer ones, too, the half their cylinders like shut cylinders shut down. Mm hmm. Uh, except this was a base model, so no auto start. I couldn't fit in my garage, so that was a nightmare in the morning getting into a frozen vehicle. And uh, no auto climate, and you don't know how much, much you miss auto climate when you don't have it. The whole half of the ride, I'm fiddling with the fan. Not, I too high, up too low. Fiddle. Then you get the fan right, and you're like, oh, the temperature is too hot. Turn the temperature down. Oh, turn it back up. Turn it. Now it's fan. No, die. do I put it on the feet? No, do I? It's fucking bullshit, man. Why would they not have auto environmental controls? Hit no. that A and set your temperature, just like at home. And it's that's how it works. And I told you it's different. So it's that truck completely old school, old school thermostat, and then old school. Uh, changing the gear on the on the steering column that's like the old days with my s10 so that was fun anyways i get back to town with it the guy uh, when honda called me they're like take it back to enterprise first and then come over uh the, they'll drive you to honda and we'll get your vehicle and all that and it's just getting to be late at night now because i work until seven hour long drive there through the snow get things squared away at the rental they take me over to honda honda's like a ghost town because it's a whiteout right now and the manager sent everyone home so i was like two minutes away from being dropped off with no one there to give me my vehicle if i'd have been two minutes later i'd have been typical bill luck out of luck is <laughs> luckily there was still someone there to get my vehicle for me but that's the kind of that's the kind of things I got to deal with in life. 
you get things handed to you on silver platters of perfection. And I got to fight for every step. However, I have my vehicle back. So, but yeah, like you said, I, it's not like I can inspect it or anything. It's at, it's at night. It's covered in snow. I just grabbed it and drove home. Uh, well, what do they have to do? Uh, is it just the code or do they have to replace stuff? They replaced an airbag. This airbag was tripping airbag codes like all over the place, like not just the bad airbag. Tripping balls. The bad airbag was on the passenger side, but it was tripping like uh, driver's side sensors and everywhere. I always hate it when they have to take apart the dash for any reason. Well, I always think they, they, they're going to scratch it up. I remember one time with the Mazda, they had to take out, they had to replace the front of my glove box because it was rattling or something. I don't know. So I made them replace it. And the new one, before they put it on, they put it face down on the concrete. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, and I told the guy, what are you doing? Did, did you, can you, we don't, I don't want it scratched up. It's brand new still. And uh, sometimes these mechanics, they just, or whatever you want to call them, technicians, just don't think. They just don't care. It's a rush job for them. Yeah. How did you Every even time get they take the dash? It's like, okay. You know, they got to take out a million screws. Please don't scratch anything with your screwdriver. Ugh. Hopefully you don't have any more issues with your car. Uh, yeah, but also I kind of hope I do. Like, get, get it all shaken out before the warranty runs out. Any kind of weird stuff like this. Because that's yeah, There happening. should be any weird stuff, man. Well... You know, if what it's year gonna is happen, it, what year is it for the passport? Mine is last year's nineteen. No, but what how long has it been around? Nineteen, that's it. Hmm. There was one in the eighties, but that was a completely different it was a, an Azuzu rebadge. This is kind of a rebirth based on the pilot uh frame coming in the nineteen. Yeah. You think they would they'd have all the kinks ironed out? Well, that's why I wasn't normally you would never buy a vehicle in its first production year, but because this is basically a pilot, just modified a bit. I was a little bit more comfortable getting into it. I started watching uh I started watching uh you have to forgive me, I've been up since four twenty in the morning. Um we all have. Did you shovel for an hour before you left for work like I did? No. No, I drove over it. I shoveled after work tonight. Well, if you had shoveled in the morning, there wouldn't have been anything for you tonight. The neighbor did it today, and I had a three-foot oh. drift when I got home. So, A small little drift on the edge of your driveway. No, it all got packed. I know, because I Googled it. Back. I thought I Googled your place. Mm-hmm. I think someone did the bottom of my driveway though, where the for the plow because there's nothing there. Now, before we go any further, was was our boss telling us that his plow has the extra attachment that grabs it so it doesn't throw it all in everyone's driveway? No, did it I says there's a that? vehicle that follows that that has an arm that comes down and uh, rakes the bottom of the driveway after the plow goes by. 
Well, that's, well, that's great too. That's amazing too. Cause I did see in the news, this one plow that has the blade and then it has another blade that comes right down in behind it, but it has a scoop on it. So when it hits a driveway, that scoop comes down and just grabs all that and then piles it at the, at the edge of the driveway. So yeah, but how does it know where the driveway is? Well, the driver must be triggering that second blade to come down every he time. You should be watching the road. What, what do you want? A co-pilot? Yeah. How about safety reasons? What if there's a car on the road or something or some run it down? Because no. these bricks that park on the road, good night. No, I Get park run on the over. Road. You shouldn't. Well, I you only park on the road over. when my wife has to go to work in the morning before me. Otherwise I park in the driveway. We can't all have uh, massive Q dog driveways. That's true. What are you? What were you saying? I don't know. You went crazy. Yeah, because I I I love this idea of a plow that doesn't lock us into our driveway with a ton yeah, of snow. They should all have that. Um. Oh, and then I started watching um. Lock and Key tonight. Uh, oh, I, I don't damn know, man. man. That seems. <sighs> it's based on a comic. I don't know if I liked how it's. I don't want to. It's not ruining anything, but I don't like how it started with the guy with the key and then uh, the house, uh, what he does to himself when the house explodes. Yeah, it made no I'm sense. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. It's ridiculous. You're starting off goofy. The wife is kind of annoying. Ugh. Kind of hot, though. Nah. Yeah, very no. hot. Yeah, you yeah. like her just because she's got red hair. Mm. The daughter's kind of hot. Not as hot as when I saw her in that picture, though. And then uh, the little, the youngest kid hearing voices about a girl. In that stupid well. Yeah, don't tell anyone. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm, I'm less than halfway through it. I think I had to turn it off. I was getting freaked out. Oh, you mean the first episode? Yeah. Oh no, you won't get freaked out. It's not scary. I got freaked out already. No, I thought you meant it's the way they do these camera shots, man. They do all the spooky shots, like no sitting at the kitchen table alone and then there's that slow pan uh, there's the slow movement in from behind like something's creeping up on the person <laughs> but there's nothing there shit like that I, I don't need that in my life oh i think because you're in half dreamland when you watch these things because my imagination I got, my imagination's active enough when i when i'm alone or in the dark that i but need didn't lights it, on didn't it drive you nuts how they like didn't care about this house or anything they they weren't excited to go check out the rooms or go exploring they're just like uh whatever and then that brother is uh sketchy too oh the brother yeah the uh the, the, the other brother. adult what the other adult not like uh well, he's the the brother-in-law. Yeah, but we the family is a sister and two brothers and a mother, and this is the brother-in-law to the mother. Is what you're talking about? Well, <laughs> yeah, who else would he be a brother-in-law to? Well, the way you're talking, people might 
misinterpret that you're talking about the brother as in the kid. No. The teenage brother. No. Brother-in-law. I said brother-in-law. brother. No, no, you didn't. Yeah, well, that's okay. The second time I said brother-in-law. And it was a raging Canadian, so it kind of throws you off. Yeah, that's what's his face is uh, the twin. No, it's the guy who played Terry Fox, but he's got like a almost identical looking brother who played Iceman in the X-Men movies. That's the not movie. him? The early X-Men movies. I That's don't think so, because they both look the same. Yeah, and he was in that video game too, or was that his brother? See, I don't know. And then he's in just terrible, terrible Canadian shows. Um, I, I think this is the 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 Canadian guy, not the uh, movie brother. Are you saying the guy in the X-Men is not really his brother? You're just calling him No, his they're brother? brothers. Okay. But I'm saying they're, they're like Canadian. almost identical brothers, but I don't think they're identical twins. Well, someone's got to look that up. I think it's the same dude. I always thought it was the same guy. No. What's his name? I don't know. Hold on. I know how to solve this. Hey, Siri. Who played Iceman in the first X-Men movie? Which one? I found three Iceman movies. Uh -huh. X-Men, Days of Future Past. X-Men, The Last Stand. And X2, X-Men United. Which one? Did I say X-Men? Yeah, okay. say X2. That was it. Who played Iceman in the first X-Men movie? Come on. Which one? You okay, just well, asked. I know. Well, she's she's confused. Is it just called X-Men? Yeah. Or, X or X2. First class? X-Men no, no, not 2000. Okay, I'm going to go to 2000. X-Men features Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, Hugh Jackman, and others. Okay, I want details. I can't do that. You don't have the Apple TV app installed. Uh, um, hey, Siri. Just click on it. It didn't let me. Show me the cast for the first X-Men movie. Which one, Joey? Which one? Here are some options movies. The <laughs> X-Men features Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, Hugh Jackman, and others. What what is this Apple TV nonsense that I keep Just wanting me to do? Click on it. The link. It's, it's not letting me, dude. Holy Christ. It's not me, it's Siri. Yeah. Let's do this the old fashioned way. Yeah. X-Men IMDB. Take me two seconds. I'm going down a wormhole here. Cast. Uh, it's not listing it. Additionally, Bobby Drake. Uh, Sean Ashmore. Okay. Boom. Yeah, that's... What do you mean, boom? Are you that's saying that's, I said, dude. Are you saying that's not the real guy we're talking about? You're thinking of this guy's brother? Hey, Siri. Who is Sean Ashmore's brother? The answer I found is Aaron Ashmore. Okay, Aaron Ashmore. You're right, dude. Is a Canadian See? film and television actor. I'll uh, tell you when you're right. Sibling Sean Ashmore. See more on IMDb. Yeah. That's 
It's Aaron Ashmore, but this is not the guy who's in Lock and Key. It's Sean Ashmore. Are you sure? Yeah, because this Aaron Ashmore doesn't look like him, but I'm not sure. And he's in that crappy show Killjoys right now. Dude. Dude. The Canadian one is the one in Lock and Key. <laughs> They're both Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, mother. <laughs> this one is. I'm on his IMDb. Okay. Does it say lock and key and right he's now? the same guy who, and this one is the same guy who's in uh, the Killjoys TV show and lock and key. Okay. You're right a second time. So but it is look the same. Now, the picture they're showing on Wikipedia doesn't look, doesn't look like. Well, they've they also got a bad aged. picture. They got a bad picture. Anyway. Oh, man. All right. That was a, that was a good wormhole we went down. Aaron Ashmore is in Lock and Key. Hmm. I would Sean Ashmore is Iceman. That was Sean Ashmore. So who who was in all of those terrible Canadian shows? Aaron Ashmore. He gets the terrible shows. He was the uh, Terry Fox guy. He was Terry Fox too? Yeah. Hold on. I got to. Where is it? This. He was also in Cardinal. Um, he was also in Lost Girl. All these seasons, Smallville. I'm pretty sure Aaron Ashmore was the one in, but I don't know when that Terry Fox thing came out. That was a while ago, right? That was a while ago. He was in The Skulls. He was in Due South. Really? Oh, this, this is way too far back. Maybe it wasn't Aaron Ashmore then. Hey, hmm. Siri. Mm-mm. Who played Terry Fox? <coughs> Terry Fox story. The features Robert Duvall, Eric Fryer, Chris McApeace, and others. Mm. That's not right. Well, uh... Sean Ashmore has also been in terrible Canadian shows, such as uh, he was in Earth Final Conflict, uh, Outer Limits, Smallville. Oh, Terry. He was Terry in Terry Fox. But the I'm not seeing the really terrible show that I ran. It was, man, it was so bad. Where he was a demon hunter and... Uh, Oh, I can't remember. Oh, they are twin brothers. Hmm. Okay. Fascinating. This is, this is the Ashmore podcast live, live oh. across YouTube. Where anyway, did all I'll of our viewers continue. go? Yeah. I'll probably continue with that lock and key, but maybe just during the daytime. Okay. Well, I can, I can go further in, uh, cause I forgot to tell you one thing that bothered me about the entire series. And it is Canadian. Is it? Yeah, it is. It's full on Canadian. Um, but it is Netflix is in their top 10 of uh, popular shows. So it might get its second season. But if you watch all of the uh, every, every time they shoot inside, inside the house, inside the school, all the sets, all of the windows are are like um, ghosted out. Like 
all the windows are frosted over. You never get to see outside and, and they'll fake the light coming in. Like it's, Oh, it's a sunny day out there and there's light streaming across the bed, but you never get to see outside the windows and subconsciously it just, you, it, you feel the fakeness of the set when they do that. It's like they're walking down the hallway of school and every window is ghosted out. It's like, mm, this, it just takes away the feel. And part of the appeal of that show for me was the set was that house. I love seeing and exploring big old. Why would they just houses. use a real house? I or know. A real school. And apparently that whole exterior. Are you going to be okay? Sit the I'm, angels. I'm listening. That, that whole exterior and the well house, all that they built. They built all that. The whole exterior, what? The house. That's not a real house. According to what I read, they built that house. So yeah, it's probably a shell. Why would you waste a budget building a shell of a house? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure they could have found a creepier, a creepy big house here in Canada, but I, I maybe not. Maybe not out in the on the the shoals of the sea, like that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but the house was when they drove up to it. It was more. Yeah, the property, part of it does go onto the edge of a cliff, but that's a little ways into the forest. It's more like the house is like in a secluded clearing kind of thing. But it's also like uh, late winter kind of thing. So it's hard to tell because there's no growth. Do you anyway. think Do you think if uh, the Q-Dogs are eating dinner right now, they should still have us on live with us while they're eating? Well, no, because there's kids in the room. Well, why would we be offensive to kids? You don't have to be. I'm not. I, I never am. <laughs> well, then what are you worried about? I'd maybe like to they, be there. Maybe they don't want to throw up listening to us while they're there. I'd like there. to believe I'm there at their dinner table with them. Placed underneath the range hood. You and I are eating at the... Uh, the stand-up counter. Yeah. And they're at their table. Yeah. We're just shouting stuff back and forth. To the, okay. You guys yeah. aren't good enough for the table. <laughs> Go sit on the, by the counter. Hey, uh, this past week, Howard Stern came back live. He had like a two and a half week vacation <sighs> over the Super Bowl break. And I got to give him props. Because, uh, you know, some people say he's gotten soft and he's uh, he kisses the butt of Hollywood nowadays. Yeah, I he, said that. He came back raging against the halftime show uh, of the Super Bowl. And yeah, I'm glad sucks. someone finally said it. Well, one, no one cares anymore. Because it's been how long since the Super Bowl? Uh, two, yeah, the halftime show sucked. Not according to every celebrity who gives an opinion well, on it. They all want to be, uh, they all don't want to get jumped on by everybody else by saying, what do you mean? It's, it was, it's, and even called out what, because there's no man called out his buddy. Fallon. I'm not even saying that because there's, there's two women. I don't care if there's 10 women singing. I love the lady Gaga one when she did it by herself. That was great. I'm just saying the music was horrible. The songs were horrible. 
You're in a that, stadium. That is what he was football saying. With he a, was dying for musicians. Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to see asses jiggling on the stage and and doing twerking on stage. So they called up the Jimmy Fallon interview he did with J Lo, where he was gushing over every move she did on the thing. He's like, "Oh my gosh, you were fantastic! <laughs> oh my god, that was so good! I couldn't believe it." Anyways, it was nice to hear someone official like that rail against that uh, that halftime show. It was good. Unfortunately, it's also how long past the time that it happened. So, well, you know, us Stern fans were anxiously awaiting um, to hear his hey, stories about the Super Bowl. There you go again. This is why I put up with all day. Oh, really? Everybody. What is what is so wrong with that? This is why you go us Stern fans. And he did something. And you refuse to acknowledge that he's gone downhill. He no, did. It. He's the best now. He did uh, something else surprising, which we know he's he's generally pretty tight with the purse strings around his staff. It's kind of legendary that even though he's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, uh, some staff members, you know, don't get a lot of dough or uh, when they fall on hard times, he could just easily chuck 100K at them and it's never, ever happened. Anyways, Richard Christie, who, you know, is one of the writers and sometimes performers on there and was a huge Kansas city fan. And every time he came on the mic to talk about it, he couldn't help but break into tears because that's his team that he watched with his dad growing up and all that. And, uh, and now Kansas city was going to the super bowl and he was going to be able to watch it on TV and talk to his dad about it. And every time he got on mic, he would start crying and, uh, they would have fun making fun of him for that. And Fred would get on the mic and start, you know, imitating him. And it was a good time. And then we found out that um, the Friday before the Super Bowl, Howard decided to uh, get Richard Christie and his dad tickets for the Super Bowl. I was just thinking, why? I wonder why Howard never, if they knew, as soon as they knew Casey was going to be in the playoff or the, the Super Bowl, he should have just for the story of the show, got him tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Like Gary was going, he got his own tickets and, uh, the callers called in and said, Gary, why don't you take Richard with you? And Richard's like, no, you don't have to do that. Gary got his own tickets. And, and, uh, so yeah, it turned out at the last minute, Howard got him a ticket. And, uh, what's even more interesting, uh, Richard was there and, so Gary was there, but he was on his own, but Gary did end up talking to, uh, Robert Kraft's son, you know, owner of the Patriots about, uh, you know, the game and all that. And how's it going? And this Kraft guy is also a big Stern fan, knows about Richard. And he's like, you guys got Richard here, right? He's like, yeah, yeah. Howard actually ended up getting him seats and, uh, Kraft's like, where, where did they put him? And Gary's like, yeah, he's, uh, you know up there whatever and this uh i forget his name something crafts like oh no 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 that's not good enough for richard i got some seats for him so they actually moved him to the 50 yard line like five rows from the from the bottom like oh, really nice. based him up so and then, <laughs> of course that first show back all you is richard crying about how amazing everything like thank you howard thank you howard it's good stuff good radio Good stories. See, that would be. I would have enjoyed doing that. 
But so, yeah. it's been a while since I've actually enjoyed it. It's been years since I've. Well, you haven't it. you haven't listened. Because well, so. it, it started going downhill, and I was I got angry with him in terms of how he was treating everybody and not being. I don't think he's been loyal to the staff. You know, it, he's he's a tough one because he hasn't been, but he has to run this conglomerate too, so he has to look after his brand. So, it, yeah, but I, if the people aren't doing the job, that's different. Yeah, how many guys have been with him and have been doing the job? You know, forget not get rid of Robin Quivers. Who cares about her? <laughs> you that one never happened. But uh, I, I, Fred doesn't get uh, enough. Gary, poor Gary gets kicked out of his own office by uh, the new showrunner, whatever you want to call her, producer. Yep. Uh. Like you said, Richard and Sal don't get many benefits. I don't know. Yeah, the E Talk guys got let go. The TV show got the TV show staff got just fired. Yeah, released. Yeah, he's cut out their staff. There was one troubling story. How um, and you only hear this through back channels, you know, because. You know, the people who have left all do podcasts, and that's all they talk about is Stern Show, even though they left. So, like Stuttering John and like Scott the Engineer, who we remember stories about Scott the Engineer, right? They'd make fun of him because he couldn't fix anything. They love yelling is at him. Is he not there anymore? No, no, not that I know of. I don't know if he's still with the company or just got left, but oh, wow. his wife, his wife was dying of cancer. And, you know, the States. How you going to pay for that? Right. So he had actually set up like a GoFundMe and stuff like that and was really begging, not begging, but looking for money to help save his wife and didn't get a dime from Stern. Whereas someone who has 500 mil could just solve that problem, right? Without any kind of. Well, 500 million was for the five years of the contract, right? Mm-hmm. And that that covered, yeah, okay. He probably got paid himself like a hundred million out of that five hundred million, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But still had to cover cost of the staff and equipment and everything else they did for the show over five years. Maybe he paid himself more. I don't know. Oh, I I think he got. I don't think that covered show costs. Because that 500 mil was his stock options, which he immediately cashed in. And that's when the stock crashed. Because oh, yeah. he couldn't carry stock in case he said something about the company, and which would be perceived as insider trading. So he had to dump his stock immediately. Anyways. So why would the offer However, stock then? I still get entertainment by listening to it. So. That's what companies do. I don't know. We'll, we'll pay you 100 mil plus. To, if they know he has to dump it, well, maybe they didn't know, but it was smart on his part to dump yeah, it. You're that right. That was his choice. They, they definitely would not have wanted him to dump it, but he talks on the radio for four hours a day. He's got a, who knows what he's going to say. <clears throat> anyway, anywho. Anywho, that's the stern talk for the episode. But like I said, he was he was lamenting how there isn't musicians at uh, the Super Bowl. 
and he was talking about all the prior great musicians who you know he's like where is music nowadays the 70s music and the 60s music and he did mention like crosby stills nash and i did happen to catch there is a new david crosby documentary and where did i see it was it netflix it's called uh remember my name it's a cameron crow documentary he produced it he didn't direct it but he's involved um you know we love cameron crow he knows his music and he was like the guy interviewing david crosby way back then and they even played some of his original interview when cameron crow was a kid interviewing david crosby and it's it's a raw documentary doesn't pull any punches i don't know if you know any of the history of david crosby and all the the stuff he's been to been through and you know he was with the birds originally because he's such an ass he got fired from the birds even though he has a ton of talent and then uh, resurrects his career with crosby stills nash again beautiful situation neil young comes in elevates it to this whole another thing and uh, fast forward to today where he as he says like he doesn't talk to anyone anyone who's still alive no one will talk to him they all hate his guts even nash who his relationship was like on a daily basis talk to nash every day will not talk to david crosby anymore neil young says it, it will never happen a reunion involving david crosby so it was cool seeing this documentary and seeing his life uh, you remember yeah he, he needed the liver transplant and everyone said why are you yep. giving him a liver transplant he's just gonna blow through it again he went to jail heroin cocaine everything and then they show clips of the the last reunion crosby stills nash did together and uh oof, it's some embarrassing performances they were so off it was oh my god and you know he talks about that it's a really good documentary look for it uh, maybe on netflix no no it wasn't netflix it was hbo or it was on our movie channels you know hbo crave here in canada it's called uh, remember my name david crosby documentary I first heard about because uh, Stern went to see the premiere of it and he sat beside David Crosby for the premiere and there's a Stern interview clips are involved in the movie. So all comes back around. It's good stuff. You'll like it, Joe. Even you, even you will like it. Joe's next topic is. I was just thinking whether I would, I would even, if I was trying to picture myself, if I'd watch it or not. I don't know, man. I got too much stuff on the backlog to, to play and to watch. I'm almost done that Katamari game. Yeah, but you like Crosby, Stills, Nash. You like the birds. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it doesn't mean I, I but it's also, dude, I've been listening to that stuff for decades. And I'm, I'm, if a Neil Young documentary came out, I, I wouldn't watch it. I've heard everything I need to hear. I'm good. Just let me play my music and that's it. I'm good. Though I was watching the last two days. 
the WWE Network uh, gave Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, oh. you know, his own podcast kind of thing. And this is actually separate from it. This is, uh, I forget what they call it. It might be part of the podcast, but they gave him sort of like free reigns to do an hour long show where he interviews uh, one on one at a table. Hey, don't, this is where Bill, now you're pulling to me. <laughs> he's got his arms behind his head. He's leaned back, looking up the ceiling. Oh, Anyways, I'm in. if you're into wrestling, like uh, Chris Roberts, you should pull it up. There's only four episodes so far. Uh, it sounded so stupid. No, it's Shitty. just him sitting There's down with another wrestler talking about wh- how they started in the business uh, and giving backstory. And mm. and when he set it up, he gave he specifically demanded free reigns from the WWE in terms of no censorship. They can say whatever they want. He gets access to their library. So it's been uh, Undertaker. Uh, Kane, uh, Goldberg, and The Big Show so far. And I've oh listened to uh, Big Show and Goldberg, and they've been really good. Oh, yeah. All I could hear was, You're not on the wrestling show right now. You can talk like a human. They're talking like humans. So I'm looking for, I want to hear the, I'm probably going to watch the Kane one next. or um, Or maybe The Undertaker. Anyway, it's pretty entertaining. Surprised at some of the quality stuff. See that that's sort of what I'm Yeah, that's what you'll waste your time with. Well, it's a waste because you don't like the wrestling. You don't like the attitude era or anything like that. The attitude era. Just that its name is insulting. Here we go. Not last this is a day in the life of work. <laughs> hey, Bill. If it's not the uh, 1960s music documentaries, then it's stupid. Hey, I'll still give things a chance when it's good, right? Like you saw me. No, I, giving I would, things a chance means actually sitting down in front of it, giving it your 100% attention and focus. And I give everyone that chance. Like you saw me actually taking in some Joe Rogan this week. Right. Yeah, but you said, "Oh, it's only because he's a scientist, and and this scientist is actually doing a good job explaining stuff." He was, yeah, and Joe Rogan was actually asking the questions I would ask a physicist. He asked the proper questions in interviews when he talks to any of these med- medical or scientific people. He's not a scientist himself. He did, he's not a doctor himself. So the questions he asks are pulled either from prior research he does or from past experiences with people in the same field yeah okay he admits he's not a doctor himself he's not a i'm just a physicist when when he talks to these guys with you know that are light years ahead of most people in terms of knowledge yeah he tapped into shit that when i think about it too hard really hurts my brain and I can't quantify answers, so I don't know what to do with it. And that's the shit they were talking about. They're talking about the universe and expansion and Big Bang and all that. For instance, Joe, answer me. What was there before the Big Bang? I don't know. Nothing. 
and that nothing existed in what? I don't know. It just existed. How about this? The universe, as we know, is always expanding, right? Correct. What is it expanding into? I don't know. I know. That's the shit I want to know. And this is where, where religion is born because it's unanswerable. So they have to say, oh, there's a magic guy in the sky. And so Joe Rogan had this astrophysicist or I don't a, a theoreticist. I don't know who he was, but he was very good at articulating theories of what existed before the big bang. Um, what exists around our universe, how our universe is expanding slowly or fastly. It was, it was very fascinating. It was, it's the kind of stuff that I want to find out about, but there's simply no answer for Sure, they can tell me what there was before the Big Bang, but what is that? What is it existing in? What is it? What came before that? What are we sitting in? It's just mind-boggling stuff. And this, give Joe Rogan credit. He actually went there and it was good times. Do you, do you remember that guy's name? I didn't listen to that one yet. I so downloaded that out. Give that one a try. It's on YouTube where he, he puts his show into clips so you can watch like 15 minute uh, clips. Is it Brian Green? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Theoretical physicist, mathematician, and string theorist. He's got a new book called Until the End of Time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was quoting Einstein and you know, Einstein's theories that are still being proven nowadays. You know, it's, it's, it was, it was wild stuff. It was good stuff. And Joe Rogan sat back and let him talk. Let him answer it. Didn't start talking about wolf. Uh, he doesn't talk patterns. about stuff like that unless it comes up and it's relevant to the situation. I did start the latest, uh, retro Fandango. So far it's been, uh, A food episode. Shoulder, I wasn't sure. Yep. And I sure. Right. How far am I into it? 29 minutes out of 56 more minutes to go. <laughs> it's a good thing they pay me to listen. Mm, I haven't I haven't started it yet. It's not, mm. uh, it hasn't been frustrating yet. Well, that's good. It hasn't been frustrating yet. No. That should be their new uh, tagline. <laughs> Speaking of uh, podcasts, I want to tell you to keep an eye out for one. I know you're subscribed to the Cartridge Club feed. And uh, I want you to keep an eye out for the next episode of uh, the Cartridge Club Portable, where they are playing Link to the Past. Zelda, not Link to the Past. Link Between Worlds. And I played through it and finished it, Mother. Unlike Joe, who does not finish games, I played through an entire Zelda game. And the games it. I play are long and strenuous, and it's nothing that you'd be able to handle. So I, I suggest keep a listen out. How's watch, that game that I lent you? Have you watch your it? notifications for the Cartridge Club Portable Podcast Game of the Month, and uh, there's there will be a special moment there. 
there'll be something special happening in that episode. Nice. That, of course, is hosted by my friend Curtis. Sounds like Bill wants attention, everybody. So please shower him with affection and love. Look at all the stuff I haven't even gotten to yet, and we're already at an hour here, folks. See, actually, put effort in to show us stuff to talk about. Well, well the big star. We get to wrap it up. The big star we just bounce stuff off of. Um, also, we should. I can tell you. I don't know if I told you yet. The big news that my uh, days off have been granted. So in April, I have the entire weekend off for the Barry Game Exchange. Congratulations. What is the Barry Game Exchange? Well, let me oh. tell you, Joe. The Barry Game Exchange is the, the nation's largest video game swap and nerd expo. And it happens right here where I'm talking to you from in Barry, Ontario, at the Eastview Arena. The entire arena is going to be full of trading, of game swappage, of uh, all kinds of stuff. And um, so that's happening April 5th. Uh, look for that. Get that date booked off. It's happening. It's coming soon. It's happening in like a month. And um, because we would normally work overnights that weekend, had to book the whole weekend off. So I am free if people are up for stuff. As you all know, I am more than welcoming, unlike the other person at the end of this microphone. Well, since you're acting like an ass at the end of the podcast, that's it. Well, and what about your days off? Do I'm you have any home. announcements? I'm done. Do you have any announcements? Nope. Not now. Let's <laughs> act like a dick. Welcome to my day today. Yeah. Yeah. You act like an ass. How do you expect to be treated? Ow, I'm joking with you like I do 100% of the time. Exhausting. It's called joking. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to joke yeah. with people and have fun? And put people down? It's exhausting. Who's putting you down? You. You just did. Holy mackerel. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's two days. I don't need two days in one night, especially when I'm at home. Going to the days off. And, and you know, you, I'm, you're not going to be in next week, right? Nope. So look at how you're ending stuff with us. So yeah, don't your do your, don't it's your, do your fault. pouty. It's your don't, fault. Don't be pouty. Go on a positive. You shouldn't have said what you said. I I didn't say anything. But you weren't helping me with the promo for the Great Berry Game Exchange. You, you were saying enough. So, uh, people, please go to, uh, as you can see on the screen here, berrygameexchange.com, or you can find them on Facebook. And uh, not only that, you can find, I think it's on Facebook, you can find posters you can print out. And if you want to be a pal, you can print out that poster and put it up at your place of work or something. Let other people know that the great game exchange is happening on April 5th and you will find myself. You'll find Joe there. You'll find three other cartridge club members working tables there. So you can get the cartridge club experience at the same time as you go and play some games. So that'll be exciting. 
big cartridge club representation at the Berry Game Exchange. Doors open at 11. Don't forget. That's, $10. $10 to get in at 11. $5 to get in at noon. Right? There's there's going to be uh, food and beverages you to buy if you're hungry. That's right. 150 tables. That's going to be Domino's Pizza there, so you don't have to worry about food. But that that is a good point, and I think this was brought up in a message to us. What what are your thoughts about people coming by your table with a piece of pizza in their hands, and then they touch your stuff? Mm. Depends what they touch. You'll be okay? You won't go insane? Well, there already, there's already a million people. What? If, it's, if I'm selling it, it means I don't care about it. So, yeah. I don't yeah, care. But, yeah, there's some people that show up that well, are listening. Let's yeah. just say game shows and swaps and exchanges, whatever you want to call them in general, uh, aren't always filled with the cleanest people. So, either them having pizza and then going around touching stuff or them just having greasy, dirty hands in general, touching stuff. Is there really a difference? Yeah, please guys, let's keep it clean. There'll be lots of bathrooms there. Lots of, lots of paper towels. Keep it clean. It's uh, yeah. Let's All right. Guys. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode or watching. Anybody watching? No. What were you going to say? Uh, no, nothing. Thanks to Haji for putting on a, on a good game show. Yeah, of course. Uh, this episode of Start to Continue, I did have a lot of cool stuff, and there were some celebrity passings I wanted to talk about. We'll have to wait for next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, yes. Yeah, yes. Save all that for next week. Keep getting pushed off. And what are we doing next week, by the way, if you're leaving for a week? You can do whatever you want. And how is the heads up on? There was no heads up say, hey, by the way. You hey, by something. the way, I told you about this months ago. <clears throat> Woo. Okay. So that something else I got to worry about. And uh, yeah. look for look for us on Twitter. I respond to the SDC pod account at SDC pod and Joe is over there at AC Decepticon and uh, you're watching this. You can find the replay of this episode over at uh, start to continue YouTube channel. And there's always plenty of award-winning award-winning content over at Joe's personal, personal, personal solo account. Uh, my life in collecting. He's got a hot one up now, folks, a hot one. It's a hot one. It's mind blowing. It's a hot one. Try to figure out what's going on at the end because it was on purpose, apparently. It was on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing to figure out at the end. It's just yeah. be behind the scenes footage. That's behind the scenes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Me talking to myself, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. It's a hilarious experience. It was, check that out, folks. You know, there's stuff on the STC channel, you know, an honest uh, collection video of treasures that were found where you might learn stuff about interesting forgotten antiques or uh, 
there's stuff over at Joe's channel too. Good thing we keep them separate. Don't want them to be together where it's fun. Separate. Hey, Joe, have a great vacation, man. Pick me up something nice. I will try. All right. Peace post out. It. Post and post it. Still got two viewers and we're ending it. Oh, man. Who's watching? I don't know. Thanks, guys.